everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I am Amy. Sitting right next to me is Caleb. And then sitting right across from us, we have our lovely, lovely friends, Lauren and Alan, who've decided to join this campfire chat series and sit around the campfire, which today (laughs) is a beautiful table with this beautiful Aztec blanket (laughs) right outside of the sage space, which I feel very special being Oh my being gosh, right here. That was the introduction. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. We're so stoked to be here. Yes. Yeah, so. In the sage space. Yes. At the sage space. Is that what you call is that the, This is the sage space? This is the mm-hmm. sage space. Like the outside yeah. of where you live? Or, it's the, or the it's whole the, thing? We have an atmosphere. <laughs> okay. No, I felt the atmosphere. I got yes. the atmosphere very well. There's an aura. Yes. Yeah. yeah inside, outside. It's versatile. <laughs> Super versatile. So the sage space is a, a trailer. Is that the correct term? Yeah, we hate that word. Actually. Okay, <laughs> so that is it's technically a travel. Trip. So that's the uh, incorrect term. Yeah. Okay, you literally can you call it whatever you want. Yeah. We call it our camper, like just for short, it's our camper. Cool. Um, our home on wheels. Yes. Our tiny house. Yes. Is uh-huh. what we kind of started calling it from the beginning because we downsized quite a bit a few years ago. So yeah. how long have yeah. y'all had the sage space and like? I want to know like when you got it, how long you've had it, what made you decide to get it, all all that. All the details. Well, and like, okay, so some history here. So yeah, yeah, okay. how do we know Lauren and Alan? Yes. Well, I met Lauren almost three years ago, right? Three years. I'm just kidding. Like two years ago at a, photogra- <laughs> at a photography workshop, though, in Oregon, right? Yes. And you were, you had a 15 passenger van at the time that you were living out of? I was. That was my Groot. That so, was the yeah, Groot. So I, I just want to add on also know like the transition to how you came, like where you transitioned from into the camper too. Yeah. The yes. whole stage. The whole stage, yeah. Everything. So we met at the Sisters Workshop, Chewy's Workshop. Yes. Most awesome workshop ever. And we already had the camper at that point in time. Uh-huh. But we... Okay, how do we start this? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I know, it's a long, hard question. It's, no, I'm it kidding. really but is. You, no. can, you can break it down just as easy as you want, just kind of the history of how you guys came to be here in the camper. In Moab, by the way. We are yes, in Moab, we are Utah. Moab. We are in Moab. Also Moab. Bare feet, toes in the red oh, dirt. Damn. It's amazing. I want to be bare feet. Get barefoot. Get barefoot. I'm not barefoot. Get some barefoot on her. If you're listening right now, take your shoes off and get barefoot. Take your shoes off. Get grounded. And put your feet in whatever is underneath you. And open up another beer. Yeah. And open up another beer or pour yourself some tequila or wine. That's that's I think we've got all of our bases covered. Oh, yes, whiskey. Sage, too. The sage. Yes. Oh, man. Okay, so how this all started. Um, Photography first. I knew that I wanted to travel with with my photography. We got the camper because we started putting our house on Airbnb. And, well, we, we got the camper, and then we started traveling around, and then we put our house on Airbnb, and we were gone way more than what we were actually at our at our house. So it was a really easy transition to take the camper kind of on the road. We were in Ohio at the time, and we are like, we could just go out west. Like, why are we doing this in Ohio? Like, we just need to go out west and do yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like every weekend, and then it started to go beyond that, that we were staying in the camper mm-hmm. um, instead of at the house. Coming from Ohio? Yeah, well, we were in Ohio, and we were just staying, like, in a campsite 20 minutes away. Yeah. We so we could rent our house out. Oh, yeah. We were like, trying to transition. Yeah, we were trying to figure out life. how to do it full time. Yeah. So where was Groot? Where was your van during this time? Groot didn't come into the picture until we moved out west. Oh, okay. Um, at that point, yeah, we moved out here in the camper. We were doing the tiny life. We had the camper, and we were down in near Coachella area. And I needed a mode of transportation to take to all of my photography gigs at the time. 
Alan was still working, so I needed a way to get to my gigs, and he needed his transportation. Yeah, and so we I couldn't keep going. So he was still working. Mm-hmm. So we had this transition time where Alan was still working, helping me with the business, grow the business, and I was still needing to go to NorCal and to the coast and to Joshua Tree, and we were I needed a mode of transportation, and I'm, I wanted to get a van. I had to get a van. Like there was no other way to do it. And that's when I decided to build out Groot at the time. Mm -hmm. So I had the van for about a year. And that's when I went to the workshop with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Not with you, but I met you at the workshop. (laughs) Uh, Definitely was solo traveling. (laughs) (laughs) Same, solo traveling. Yeah, that was actually one of my first solo road trips. It was like one of the most memorable, like pivotal times for me. That was one of my first like solo air trips i ever taken. Oh, really? Like, flying with, like, not not with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been together, like, 12 years, and, yeah, we have not yeah. traveled solo yeah. ever up until that point. Yeah. Really. Wow. So, yeah, that I was, a, that was like, like <laughs> yeah, I was, like, 29, and I've never really flown in the last mm-hmm. 10 years without you, so mm-hmm. it had been a while for me, too. Yeah, so. I mean, I was on the road for three weeks by myself without Alan, and that was just in the van. We didn't have... You know, what we have right now with the camper, we have a lot more amenities than what you have in a van. So, so what was, was cool. what was that like then, traveling three weeks by yourself in the van? Oh, man, it was so rewarding. It yeah. was so exhilarating. Yeah. And, I mean, I even had a couple gigs along the way that I got to stop for, and it was uh, it was so freeing. It was so fun. Places I never thought that I would ever experience before I was experiencing. Like, just having the van door open and just being out in the middle of nowhere watching the sunset that you didn't expect <laughs> to happen that day, and yeah. then you're just there. It's just... It's, I don't know, it's indescribable, but it was so cool. And then I got to kind of end my trip, well, I guess it was kind of midway through, with the workshop, and I got to meet all these amazing people, and it was just, like, mind-blown experience. Which, Katie showed up with her van, which wasn't expecting. Yeah. And then Henry had, like, the Airstream, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not the only person with, <laughs> like, this van. Like, this is so cool. Well, yeah, what we talked about, I think, on our last podcast was that was a big moment for me because I, like, got to see people living and, like, living on the road and traveling, like, firsthand. Like, oh, here's three people. Katie built out her own van you built out yeah. your own uh was it a 15 passenger it was is that like what nine. it was yeah it was like a, oh nine passenger yeah it wasn't massive but it was a b-class and yeah i guess probably like a 12 passenger or something like that yeah i don't know yeah it was huge it wasn't extended, you couldn't stand up in it like it wasn't a sprinter style yeah. it was a b-class i remember like you four. giving me the tour and it was super sweet and I remember looking at it when you, like, listed it to sell, and I'm like, that would be so great to travel out of. Yeah. But, no, it was that trip, and then, like, Henry and Via in their Airstream, where it's like, this living is very accessible and doable with this life and business. And I was like, yeah. it opened my eyes. Yeah. So, thank you for that. Because hey, here we are hey. now living in a van. Yeah. So, here we are. You are definitely later. some of the, yeah, you definitely played a part, and we hadn't seen you for three years. That's so, that's powerful. Yeah. So, thank you. Like she had been doing it for a while, right? She, yeah. I mean, she wore it well. Yeah, all, like, well, yeah, at that point it was 10 months, yeah. so chill. Well, at that point, chill. you said that was the end of your, like, three weeks stint, too. Okay. End of the three weeks, you probably were like, yeah. I, I was pretty this. amped up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was, like, it was, it was a month and a half later where Alan quit his job, like, completely, and we were in the camper full-time on the road. So, what like, was quitting your job like? Like, was that an easy decision, really, or was uh, it hard, or, like? Okay, so logically, it was... Um, very difficult decision but like emotionally it was really easy okay uh-huh. that makes sense yes yeah. so yes. like logically i just i'm drawn to like structure and like security and guarantees mm-hmm. and so like even though the job really didn't like pay that great in the grand scheme of things it was like it's a guarantee yeah mm-hmm. i just go to work and i get a paycheck yes mm-hmm. yes it's great and it pays for all of our costs but emotionally you know i just it's corporate it's it's mm-hmm. working for somebody else it's giving your life and soul to 
a corporation that doesn't really care about you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was... I would say it was honestly ended up being easier than I thought it was going to be. I think the hardest part was, like, actually delivering the two weeks' notice. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the, like you had already quit months ahead in your yeah, mind. Yeah, in my mind, I've been but done I, for, like, you, three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was like... All right, well, here's the piece of paper. Uh, no one teaches. Do why don't people teach us how to do that? How to quit jobs? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, not taught you. Like, Absolutely. I feel like in high school, maybe you should do a role play and, like, practice. I mean, that. don't, don't get me wrong. Right. I've done yeah. it enough times. But, yeah. you know, it's it was, it was like, the finality of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't to quit because I have a like a better job lined up you're moving into like, like nothing yeah and like literally he was or joining lauren well yeah and, and i knew that it was gonna make sense it took a year of grease in the wheels to get him to quit like literally yeah i mean we <laughs> talked about it a lot and i'm like yeah we probably could but yeah maybe we wait a little longer it's hard and... to pass up on that stability like well yeah it is and and but at the, at the same time i was like what could we do if i spent the 50 hours a week i work for this company Plus all the drive time. Yeah. If I just invested it in our business. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way I would make less money mm. if I actually put that same energy into what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that was ultimately the deciding factor. Was like, we were close enough with what she was doing that we could afford to float me. And mm-hmm. I was like, there's no freaking way that I can't make up the difference. Like, even if I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. with, like, brute force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I determination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, feel yeah. that. So you know, that's how we ended up doing it. But it yeah. felt really good. It was it was hard to turn in the two weeks though. Yeah. Yeah. So then, how long did you guys do it? Like photography together? Do like that kind of lifestyle where we were traveling and shooting together? About a year and a half up until COVID of this year, honestly. Uh huh. Um, yeah, because I mean, I helped before, but like where it was just the two of us, about a year and a half. Uh huh. Yeah, and then COVID hit. So we, we got a we base and we kind of have, yeah. we pivoted a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel like you guys have pivoted so much in the course of like your band and travel life experience. We're very transformational From changing being. what you're traveling <laughs> in <laughs> to like now, yeah. So now you have a home base in Albuquerque. Yeah. Or a spot you rent and then travel, yeah, for now. And then travel out of the sage space. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel good, we just pivot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Manifest. I heard y'all saying that like a couple nights ago, like you've kind of just been following what feels good. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's, it's easy to get caught up in, like, a one way of doing things to be successful, but I think at the end of the day, for me, it's being self-aware and knowing what you vibe with and knowing what you don't, especially individually and as a couple. You know, we've had a lot of challenges and a lot of crazy things happen to us while we've been on the road for a few years, and it's been incredibly rewarding, but it's also, we learn a lot about ourselves and what what we can do, what are our limits, and, you know, what we really is going to, like bring us the most bliss and be our best selves you know like what's gonna bring us the best balance we've also learned that like whatever the road throws at us like we're gonna figure it out like even if it's not ideal yeah like we're gonna get through it we're gonna figure it out so like why can't we take that same energy and apply it to stuff that we want to do instead of stuff that we have to do that happens Uh to you yeah 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 it's it's amazing how it works so but yeah what are some what are some of the like biggest challenges you think you have faced in the last couple of years that have brought you to where you are now. You could probably go down a rabbit hole, Alan. Yeah, I'm <laughs> wait, so wait, so oh, no, just started laughing. Also to get my no, timeline great. though, yeah, to get yeah. my timeline. So like you guys were traveling uh, before you were married and then you got married in this process too, right? Yes, yeah. I think yeah. that, cause like we were already married when we committed to yeah. being like, 
Let's do this together. And you guys did There's it. There's a whole story there, too. Yeah. We planned No, I'm intrigued yeah. by it. That's why yeah. I'm asking. I'm uh, like, that, because that's another whole, like, experience that we haven't shared here, yeah. even though we've been shooting couples that have gotten married. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So we planned a big wedding probably about five years ago. Alan actually proposed to me the week he moved to Denver. Um, I moved out a few weeks before him, and he proposed to me back then. So it was, like, six years ago. We planned a big wedding. We were... We had already moved to Colorado, all of our family's back in Ohio. At this point, I'm corporate traveling and we're trying to plan all these logistics around like, you know, just going through the, the wedding motions, mm -hmm. honestly. We were going through the motions of what we thought a wedding was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. We did and that. We did that and we went through with it. Yeah. <laughs> and we went through with it. Yeah. A lot and of couples do. We would yeah. do it a lot differently now. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, I mean, we, we played it to the wire. We had invitations in hand. Mm -hmm. We were filling them out. We had the envelopes. Like, we were ready to go. And we're like, wait, hold on. Something doesn't we had a feel huge right. awakening together. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's that moment of, does this feel good? Right. Was it, was it just one moment, or was it always kind of there? Was it like, I think it was it always there, it but like, it, it just, just came to came a head. To yeah, you're yeah. like, no, this yeah. isn't us. Like, like, are we really about to send these out? Like, is mm -hmm. this really what we want? Like, this is the last chance. Yeah. So I think we... that's super cool that you had that moment. Yeah. We're really grateful for it, yeah. you know, in the time, like, especially with how we grew up, like, it could have been, like, looked at as shameful or, like, just, like, what are questions. they doing? Are they still, like, together? Mm -hmm. Like, what's yeah. going on? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, we're just figuring some shit out, like, yeah. on our own without other influence. So yeah, we took like some time to reevaluate right. what we actually really wanted together individually as a couple. And just felt like we were So we put it on pause for uh -huh. a long time. Yeah. Until we wanted to revisit it with like the right intentions and what felt good. And when we were on the road last year, like it felt good. Like yeah. we're like, we are here. It does not get fucking better than this. <laughs> yeah. So what are we waiting for? We've had those moments. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Like we were just, we were on a drive actually to a friend's wedding and we were just like, we kind of looked at each other. We're like, what are we waiting for? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know, for it to feel right, for us to feel like, you know, it makes sense. Like, what does that even mean, though? <laughs> like, what is it, what does to feel right or to, like, make sense mean? Like, it's not a normal wedding. We're not going to do a normal wedding. Mm. We're going to elope. Like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. And it was like, I think I was waiting for, like, some kind of a logical... But That's this was actually was your about. idea, which was really surprising. Yeah. You're like, why don't we just elope? <laughs> yeah, why like, don't why we just get married? You like tried to find the reason. You're like, there's no reasons why we yeah, should not, not elope there just right now. Like, let's <laughs> just do this shit. So you're like, I want to marry you. Like, let's get married. Yeah. Like when we get back to Sedona. So like, we let's were like, we'll start talking about it the day after this wedding because we don't want to like <laughs> overshadow. So wait, it happened on the way to another wedding. Yeah. 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 The final moment. On the drive up the day before, it was like, all right, we're just gonna keep our mouths shut and through the wedding, and then like we'll start planning ours. And then, and then two ten weeks, days. Ten, ten days, yeah. Ten days. It took ten days to. We played elope. our elopement in ten days. Wow. Like photographers, videographers, like all the logistics. Well, the what tent. was it like? Was shit. it crazy ten days, or was it like actually pretty chill ten days? And you were just like, oh, let's ask this person and this it person. Was, and it things really aligned, but it was kind of crazy. It aligned, <laughs> it aligned in so many ways, but it was also still crazy, but in this still like super super awesome way. Um, we wouldn't recommend 10 days as a plan. If you were yeah. in the industry, 10 days is surely doable, but yeah. I'm not here to encourage any other couple to do that in 10 days. It's a lot. Take a little time. Unless you really have a good team behind you. If you well, have especially a good team during behind COVID, you, I'm pushing then... people like, oh, you want to get married? Let's do it now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we were talking about that. If you would, like, connect with the right people, it, it works. Yeah. A little more than 10 days. Okay, good. 11 days. <laughs> 11, <laughs> 11, 11 to 14. Sedona, we didn't have to get a permit for. Right. Our Your good friend was already willing to officiate. He literally confronted Alan at, our, at this wedding we were at, and he was like, I just oh. have a feeling you two are going to be getting married soon. <laughs> right, and so I want you, I want to officiate for you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, I got goosebumps. Ooh. So we, didn't, we haven't talked like, much about energy or anything yet, but, like, like we're big into that, and literally my buddy pulls me aside at the wedding and was like, hey, so I don't know when you guys are getting married, but <laughs> I want to officiate it. And I just like looked at him like, what did Lauren say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> she came up and she's like, we're uh, about to get married. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, she didn't talk to you? No, I'll talk to you tomorrow after this wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right, on this right. wedding, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh-huh. But I literally thought like she had said something to him. That's the weirdest thing. So it was like That's really, be. really cool. But yeah, and then he was like, yeah, I can fly out. Do it. He was, yeah, he just, he was willing to be there. And then Alan's sister, brother-in-law, they do the film, The Campers, uh-huh. and they the camper were films, on the yeah. road at the time, and they happened to be nearby, and they're like, hell yes, we will be there, we will film it for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, they were only like four or five hours away. Yeah. Like, randomly on their trip. Randomly, conveniently located. Yeah, and like, they, they didn't have anything, like, in the next couple of days, so like, nice. hell yeah, we can do it. Yep. So they met up with us, found um, Megan, uh, our photographer, Hazel and Lace through awesome old Facebook groups mm-hmm. and that's how we became really good friends. Yeah, and she was looking for some uh, work to do in mm-hmm. Sedona and mm-hmm. it was like, you guys are fucking awesome. Her and her husband We'd at that time it. had actually just hit the road in their camper mm-hmm. so Damn. they we literally had like all of our campers like lined up. That's so cool. Yep. And yeah. We're still good friends with her. I have, I have camper van FOMO from this now. <laughs> well, I think it's so cool like, it sounds like I feel like y'all just let go of this like idea of planning a big wedding yeah just like let go of that and once you did like hearing how all these just things just place. like aligned is i think yeah. really, really beautiful well, see, revolve like, around the wedding you. and really all was. the debt that comes with it like you're really free to do whatever you want yeah yeah so we got to we made it very intentional i ended up getting a glamping tent to get ready in versus the <clears> camper that's cool and <laughs> we put it up we got to sleep in it and deck it out and it's just it created a whole thing too so it was a lot of fun it was really fun it was chaotic towards the end because we were putting all these pieces together but that was probably the most chaotic part yeah. was just like trying to get so much stuff set up in a short well even a normal uh-huh. wedding but, like, like is that way too or not normal. right, oh, right. Sorry, I don't want to even like a normal. traditional <laughs> wedding yeah. is that way too like the last yeah. Five but days it was, before like, it's like bliss leading up to it for everything that, to line up. I had uh, somebody make my dress from Puerto Rico for me. Yay. Like it's all yeah, eco friendly. <laughs> she like just like That's I was gonna so rent cool. it originally, um, and then she just ended up letting me have it. Mm. So I got to keep my dress that I got for free, and she made for me from hand, Puerto Rico. handmade from Puerto Rico. Yeah, she has like that is so cool. Like, uh, That's like the coolest business. story ever. Yeah, coolest wedding dress ever. <laughs> yeah, it was bomb. It was bomb. <laughs> Ugh. That's cool. Thanks for asking that, guys. Yeah. We don't get to um, reflect back on that day a whole lot. We How long ago was that from now? It was April of last year, April so 22nd. about a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. So two days off the mark is what I would say. <gasps> yeah. I'm just kidding. From 420. Yeah. Oh. No, <laughs> see, oh, we're all about that Earth Day. That Earth Day. Earth Day is also on 420, I would say. You know? That's a good point. Yeah, that weekend was funny. We were trying to avoid Easter (laughs) and 420. Oh, avoid both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because we're like, oh, we don't want to fall on like a holiday. 
What we didn't realize is that it was going to fall on a holiday that is always the same day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Easter yeah, yeah. actually moves. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. yes. I mean, 420 is what it is. 420 and is then, not And then, you know, but yeah, we ended up That's on a, a holiday cool... that is always the 22nd. But it's literally, yeah. like, probably the coolest holiday. It was. It really it is. Was. Yeah. I I know, like there's just, always a meteor yeah. shower that time of year as well, too, which we didn't learn until that point. Yeah. And we're camping under a dark sky, so. Mm. So you saw at least one meteor stars. per hour, right? We, we saw one. some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one meteor per hour, at least. hour that I looked up, I did see one. You saw one, yeah. It seems very serendipitous to me. I think that y'all got married on Earth Day and you didn't even realize you were getting married on Earth Day. Like, I I guess for a little background on me and Alan and Lauren, I just met y'all two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird. Yeah. Because it feels like it's already been like, yeah. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like I only met you two days ago, but I physically, I I physically met you two days ago. (laughs) And that just seems very serendipitous just from what I've met or know of y'all within the last two days that, like, y'all would get married on Earth Day. Like, I honestly, if I'd heard that, I would have been like, oh, I bet they planned it that way. Right. Because, I don't know, it makes sense. I think yeah. we were talking about, about everything aligning. Yeah. We realized it, what, like, three or four days before? So we were already, like, halfway through planning, and we're like, it yeah. is what it yeah, is. Yeah, we had no <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. We were is. like, we just want to pick a date where people are willing and able to help that want to be there and support us, you know. And we didn't care about the date, honestly. The yeah, date was not important to us. No. <laughs> and then we just happened to find out, like, it's Earth Day. We're like, oh, my god. I just gosh, feel like it also so just crazy. fits Sedona, the whole, was... this whole thing, though. Like, mm-hmm. how you just dropped it and did what you wanted to do. And it's I feel the like... the best thing about this life. You guys getting eloped on Earth Day is, like, even cooler. And Sedona, it's like, fits you, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sage space. It was cool. Very earthy. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was very earthy. <laughs> so, that was, so that was a big moment that y'all have had since living in your camper yep. and traveling. That was for massive. Sure. Yeah. For what sure. would you say are other big moments that either you like grew from or maybe that were just like kind of life changing moments or like. I mean, oh, some man. of the obvious ones were like when she quit her job to commit to photography. I mean, that was all the way back in Kentucky. You know, mm-hmm. that's really what, like, Ohio, catapulted... Kentucky, well, Ohio, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. So, like, really what catapulted everything. So you were already um, traveling at that point? No. Uh-uh. And then... So she, like, started to commit to it, and then we started, like, getting out of the house and uh-huh. doing the camper thing. And then I would say for sure moving out west to California was a huge one. Just kind of went out on a limb for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told my work, like, I want to transfer, and they're like, where? I'm like, anywhere. Like, what do you mean anywhere? Like, anywhere in California. <laughs> so, um, they found me a store. I told them, like, 181 stores that I was willing to go to, and they found me a spot. And all those stores were in California? Yeah, so, well, California and Ohio. Yeah. But, like, California was it all the way up and down the coast? Like, would you have landed anywhere? It was SoCal. So, so there were 181 stores between SoCal and Hawaii. I just put Damn. that one in there for fun. It didn't work out. It just to see. Would have been a different path. Wow, I'd think about like, how different your path could have been. I'd be like playing the ukulele on yeah. the beach. Right? Like, hey, Andy has a ukulele. I have a ukulele. Saying, I vibe right? with that. I bought one. <laughs> <laughs> I bought one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't play it for shit, but I bought one. But yeah, no, we just put it out there and they took us out to basically Coachella. I mean, it was literally like 20 minutes from the Coachella area. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge one. The Desert Cities is what they call them yeah, by Joshua Tree. Yeah, and me quitting my job. So what is, Another is like, Co- sorry, I feel dumb when it comes to California geography. Is, Ca- is Coachella an area? Uh, yeah, technically it's a town. Or is it like a, a city? It's, it's a, a town? It's like a city. It's okay. like a little town. Okay. And it's in between Thermal and La Quinta, which is And Thermal's all, a city too? Yeah, they're all little tiny. And La Quinta's <laughs> not just a hotel? Exactly. <laughs> oh, what? Wow. I know. I don't think they have a La Quinta. We need to go to Wow, biggest missed opportunity. Probably a trademark issue. Yeah, probably. But it's like competition, like. Those are both like an hour 
hour and a half from Palm Springs. So it's kind of, it's out there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's pretty far from the south end of Joshua Tree. It's almost closer to Mexico than it is to Palm Springs. It's about the same. It's about two hours to Mexico from there. The desert cities are like, it's just, they just cluster them together. You don't need to learn all of the cities and all of the things. It's like, it's that's just way the too area. much. It's just like the, the suburb, just the suburb, suburb of yeah. Palm Springs. Yeah, where Coachella okay. is at. And there's technically connected. a town called Coachella. And Indi- I think it's technically in Indio. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, Indio's over there too. Um, oh so God. had y'all been to California before no. this? No. no. You just moved out there? We just yeah. moved out there. That's so amazing. It, uh, well, I feel That's like just it's... how we run. <laughs> <laughs> had y'all, so y'all had pretty much only stayed in like the Ohio area your whole life? Um, For well, the most part, vacations. until I did corporate travel for a few oh, yeah, years yeah, yeah, before yeah. I did all yeah. of this. And we he traveled with me at that time, too. Okay. And I, but I was going to major cities. I wasn't going to cool, like, scenic, like, yeah. landscapes. Yeah. I was going to big cities. But, but I guess this but is... But I never traveled to California. This is, like, a big thing we talked about in our most recent podcast is us moving out to Colorado was such a huge moment because it was, like, us being, like, there's more out there. Like, we can do this. And it yeah. sounds like the same with y'all. And like, we y'all pretty much like, moved to Colorado on a whim. Yeah. We had been out here before. We had been out there once. Well, twice, technically. Yeah, okay. I loved listening to your podcast about when we moved to Colorado. <laughs> but it isn't... I feel like you can yeah. relate to it. It's so empowering to just be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go there and you do I'm gonna it. I'm going to go do this for no other reason and than you manifest yeah. I'm going to do it. Yes. 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 Manifest it. Yes. We, yeah, it was a... Like six years ago or whatever, we narrowed we it down to three cities: similar... Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, and was it Raleigh, North Carolina? Asheville. Asheville. It was Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> we love Asheville. Or Greenville. Greenville, South. All we know is that like we were just tired of our corporate retail jobs, and we're like, Ohio. We, we just knew there was so much else. more. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. let's just throw a dart on a freaking map. I mean, yeah. that's not what we did, but like. That kind of research. sparked it all. So were you already doing photography then? No. I oh, had dabbed then? in it a little bit with yeah. my travel. I ended up like getting like my Canon. Like I don't remember what it was back then. Sixty? Uh-huh. No, I don't know. Um, but I was just traveling with uh, with that, and I was taking travel pictures. But it wasn't yeah, really until you like it moved out. The seventy D. Um, yeah. I started picking up photography <laughs> when we bought our house in Cincinnati. Um, through corporate travel and stuff, I realized that I wanted to have a house somewhere so we bought mm-hmm. a house in Cincinnati and that's when I picked up my camera that's when I really picked it up for starting portrait sessions and weddings and I hadn't really done any elopements but I was very very early on in my photography career introduced to elopements mm-hmm. I was like this is my way this is what I want to do we very quickly after moving back realized like just how much we missed it out west mm-hmm. yeah we moved back home and we're like we need to go back out west. we screwed what up. are we doing like Why we messed we up like, so wait when did y'all move back home or moved back to Ohio. When we called off thing. our wedding, we yeah. moved back home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because so we was... were like, why were we catering so much to our family and mm-hmm. our friends? Like, what was this huge desire for? And it was obvious that, like, we missed them and that we wanted to be around them. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, well, our wedding doesn't have to be about them. But if they're mm-hmm. that important, like, we should be back around them. Go yeah, live yeah, around yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah where yeah. we can actually see them whenever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So that was like the big push to go back, back home. And we lasted less than a year. Yep. Before so did we did that, decided, and then you were like, "No, just kidding." We're <laughs> sorry, we still love you, but, but not we, that, can, not, yeah. we don't, we don't need this much. Here. Yeah. It's just once you've experienced, yeah, I you mean, got something a taste. other than your hometown and your home mm-hmm. area. It's just really hard to go back. It feels like yeah. you're, you're stagnant. I guess mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know. Well, stuck. also, I, I mean, yeah. I feel like the areas we came from, like us moving from Tennessee, and you guys moving from. Ohio, whatever, out here, it's just this. These parts of the U.S. are a lot more 
pretty. Are <laughs> 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 prettier. Well, they are, and I, th- I mean, the vibes in a lot of the places out here. Yes. Are... The energy. Yeah. Yeah. The energy. Yeah. Well, Honestly, we, say, we say the word vibes a yeah. lot, but it, we vibes. say vibes. It's more it's approachable. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but energy. People are like, what? But, but <laughs> energy. No, I think you're right. I just, I don't know that we've, at least. Well, I've I feel never like it's a different set of values too. Yes. Like back home. I don't know if you yeah, ever yeah. felt that energy. So. But also, I've thought this too. I think it's because because I've met, we're from Nashville, and we lived there for like 26, 27 years. And I, it's funny because like towards the end of our time there, when I was like 25 or 26, I would start meeting people who were moving there who were my age. And they were like loving it. You know, they're like, this is the coolest city. And like, yeah. Tennessee's awesome. And I was, so then I started seeing it through their eyes. And I was like, you know what? It actually is pretty cool if I see it through your eyes. But, like, I've just been, like, I have, my roots are, like, so far into this soil that they're starting to, like, crack and, like, I can't. But you also don't ever live like a tourist in your hometown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, how many people can be like, oh, I went to all the cool spots in my town and checked out all the museums and checked out all the visitor centers (laughs) and checked it out. You don't do that in your hometown. No. It just makes me think, too, of when we moved to Denver and we were just so open to meeting new people and, like, doing all, like, if someone I worked with was like, hey, there's this show I'm going to go to tonight at this bar, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, let's do it. Like, that sounds so fun. Whereas back home... If someone said that, I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going like, right. to, I've been there before. I'm well, so we, we already have like so many different like friend groups and connection yeah. like avenues mm-hmm. for us. That's like, you didn't have to step out. Yourself out, out there. Yeah, you didn't have to yeah. put yourself out there well, at you're all. Not open. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Not yeah. Open. yeah. Open. yeah. Yes. So that was, I think that's another reason too. It can be hard going back home and maybe trying to like recreate yourself there is it's just so, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a box I can't break out of. Yeah. I just start to. Put There's myself a in a box right when I get there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally you get it. Expect to be a certain way. Yeah. And, like you just mm-hmm. try to go back to old patterns. And yeah. You can't it's just be so different. easy you can't to go grow back to the, old patterns. the same way. Right. Yeah. You know that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, we had to come back out. <laughs> something different out so it's hard you know there's obviously still a lot of people that we like wish we could see every day and, yeah you know, same once a week yeah same. but at the end of the day like you got to do what feels good to you yeah every day mm-hmm. yes you know? yeah every moment yeah right. and if yeah. it doesn't like take a risk do something different yeah for yeah. sure lauren what would you say you've learned most about yourself in the last i don't know year or two like or with this, with before this, they got married, or before? Or? I guess with the traveling lifestyle, <laughs> that I always have something new to learn about myself mm-hmm. is probably the biggest thing. Like the moment I think that I figured myself out, like I haven't, and reality is about to check my ass. <laughs> and it's and it's cool in like crazy ways and challenging ways, but always in rewarding ways. Like I'm I'm a person who just really values transformation, and the road gives me that. And being in the camper gives me that. Traveling gives me that. So that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned is I'm always going to be transforming. Um, But that I also have thresholds that I have to respect. (laughs) Like there's certain limits and certain boundaries that I have. And and I've learned that emotionally, physically, spiritually, in a lot of different ways that I would have never before. But really it's just been a transformational transformational experience I'm probably just learning that because wine and tequila but you know <laughs> it got out it got out there cool can make, you can make it the trifecta here. oh my gosh I'm not yeah. making a trifecta okay, on our three year friendship <laughs> three year three year whatever whatever years don't matter it's yeah we round here yeah, yeah totally. I don't there, it's always growing always evolving always something new to learn out here I don't know I think that's what I love about it though yeah so I don't know what do you think babe what have I learned the most about myself 
You know me probably and also better than what I myself. You learned the most about yeah, yourself, Alan. Alan. Yeah, Alan. As you well. Yeah. All right. no, but no, but I liked how you asked it to him about you too. I was going to say, I wanted to try it that way too. No, I think that for Lauren, it's her thresholds. Um, just knowing like when too much is too much, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I mean, we still to this day try to figure out how to balance everything that we need to do like because you can't have too much travel or you can't have too much work or you can't have too much play because then everything else just feels like it's on the back burner and it creates this stress Mm -hmm. and it's all about like creating balance and harmony and i think that she's done a really good job of trying to figure that out i think it's probably the most you've learned about yourself it's just like figuring out how the hell to set goals and boundaries for yourself that are realistic but also fulfilling and like help keep you balanced yeah and i think that like there's still more work to do there which is part of why we're looking for like an actual home again to Uh use as a base and not just like a temporary base is to get more of that balance and we can talk more about that later but it's just every day or every week at least you know just kind of like what feels off like Uh how can i realign you know um to prevent it from boiling over you know, it's really easy at this lifestyle when something goes wrong with your vehicle or something and like you just get so frustrated and it's like, mm. am I really mad about that? Or is I just already on edge about being out of balance mm. and being out of alignment? So I think you've done a really good job at that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, from, Struggle with balance. That's always been my downfall. Yeah? Yeah, balance is always... I'm a Gemini. Like, yeah. we, don't even, we don't know balance. I just feel like that's humanity struggle. <laughs> yeah. Like, finding balance in your life, no matter what avenues you're in, is a practice. Well, we, yeah. never... we put a lot of things on our plate to balance also. Yeah. Like, you're not just balancing two things. Right. You're probably you're balancing, balancing like, like 12. I'm yeah. telling you that. Or it's always uneven. It's like you got to balance. <laughs> well, behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. I think that everyone should have a third hand, but whatever. Um, you guys we can, can get into this now, because I have some counterpoints here. And I just want to know... <laughs> this will have to be the next van meetup. Yes. We'll talk about the third the hand. Third, the uh, third Alan's third hand. That's a really good title dilemma. for yeah. a podcast. I feel like the, the, third, the third hand. hand. Yeah, like, it's kind of uh, like the third eye, but yeah. no, Alan wants a third hand somewhere. Just the hand, oh and not the arm, by the way. Yeah. Just the hand, right? I'll make a blog. You guys can link it in the bio. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, for me. What was the question? No. Uh, what have you learned the most about yourself? Yeah, what have you learned the most about yourself? This? So I think for me, what I've learned the most is just um, my need for like security and structure, and then how to actually balance that with living like a free and um, kind of flowy lifestyle. Um, security and structure don't work on the road. Like it just doesn't work that way. You can't. You can't be mobile and fluid and then also be, like, secure and structured. It just doesn't work that way. At least it's not the security that you, that society has. Yeah, that you're used to. Yeah, 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 exactly. So um, it's just learning how to, how to segment and how to let go um, and just be in the moment, I think, has been, like, the biggest thing for me. Um, Being okay with knowing that, like, I have stuff to do and it's just not going to happen today. And that, you know, we might not know what we're doing tomorrow, and that's okay. <laughs> like, just just embracing a little bit of the chaos, I think, has been the biggest thing for me. Um, and just being able to segment that. And there's still definitely days where I'm like, 
man, I would just kill for some Wi-Fi and to just do work for like eight hours. Yeah. Like just yeah. a little bit of that corporate background. Like, can I just do a solid eight for mm-hmm. once? Not sleep. That's what everybody else wants to solid eight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to solid eight at work. Yo, I'm the same way. I, I'll take five on sleep, but eight hours behind the computer. Mm. Right. So you good. know what I'm saying? What's so just that strong internet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You got that Wi-Fi? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. Wait, is uh, it the Taco Bell? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. You got that wait. good Wi-Fi. Yeah, you should guys should do a PSA about Taco Bell Wi-Fi. We should. Apparently. We should. Because apparently it's the, sh- the shit. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> hidden gem of Wi-Fi. Like best speeds because you don't have competition like nobody's hanging out at taco bell for three hours working on their dossier no you know they're, they're like i'm gonna get a taco rapido. and get the hell out of here yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, vamanos means tacos rapido por favor right, right, right. right but you can just hang out and just eat all the sauce it's fine so have you learned ways to find that like stability and yes. in on the road or have you just like let that go completely um twofold so one is figuring out when I'm going to have that. So making it a priority so that there's at least, I don't know, I'd say what, two days a week where we know like these are work days. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we plan like on this day and this day, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be docked the night before and we're not going to leave until a minimum of the day after. Mm -hmm. Like it's a work day. We don't need to do anything else. So that has helped a lot. So I at least know like my heavy duty stuff that requires concentration. I know I have a day or two Mm -hmm. that I can work on that. And then the other days it's knowing like, just how much time or if it's even possible to do any like work mm-hmm. um so like travel days if we're in the road like we are on the road we just count that as a travel day work is a bonus yeah if you right. get any work done it's a bonus <laughs> yeah. right like so honestly you guys like since the last few days we've been hanging out you speak so much wisdom to van life it's like everything you say yeah, it's you like do. oh my god i'm learning that yeah. I'm learning <laughs> it's like oh but my you, god it takes, it's, it's, but you have to learn wisdom. it the hard way if yeah, yeah, yeah. tells you and even if they tell you you're like oh okay yeah i mean i'm only driving four hours yeah but four hours is actually no, like it's, seven it's yes and it's 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 the prep it's the road it's, it's the settling eating. in it's going to the bathroom it's eating and it's so by the not, time you get in yeah. you're exhausted yes. yeah and so yes. if you do any work it's bonus yeah and so we just don't plan on any work on travel days so then you gotta treat yourself and get drunk That's um right. <laughs> the day before an elopement yeah yeah no absolutely. more whiskey than sage right yeah. right <laughs> the day before an elopement that's scouting it's yeah. relaxing yeah. it's recharging your batteries literally in metaphorically and then you've got your low and the day after is like preview galleries and just mm-hmm. like processing what happened the day before going through everything so you know that's three days at minimum yeah and then so you know really like one or two days a week is like i'm gonna work today but you got to segment <laughs> your time that's that's yeah. my biggest takeaway is like segment your time plan accordingly like work on what's important and let the rest of it go mm-hmm. that's all you can do so do y'all sit down and like do this like a, in a week. Yeah, like by you, week, you, like, or do you do it month this, by yeah, month? Yeah, yeah. Like, how do y'all? How do you plot it out and plan it <laughs> out? Okay, in an ideal world, I personally would love to sit down like three to four weeks ahead of time and be like, okay, this is what our weeks are gonna look like. But then you get on the road and it's 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 not, it's, it's not that way. And you get on the road <laughs> and not. then also COVID hit. And then and COVID, then like, you know, and you it's also twenty twenty. Apparently, I don't even know like yeah. if this year counts. Um, yeah, no, there's no way. Well, you're just living on the road too, like. 
you know, you can plan three or four weeks out in advance. What and if, then it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And you have to take care right. of it or in we'll, that moment. We'll book a campsite and then it will get canceled because of wildfires. You know, like uh, we had a lot of, lot of uh, weddings and elopements in Yosemite this year. Yeah. That got rescheduled. Yeah, that's crazy. We, uh, have, yeah. we were not affected by them firsthand. Yes. But yes good there's yeah, been good. so but many challenges we, we haven't we're not shooting in california and oregon yeah, well, that's there because was covid one already took care of our weddings so, yeah, <laughs> before the fires got there yeah. so there's just too many variables you can't plan that far in advance yeah, yeah. you can't and you no. have to be flexible but i do like to plan like a week ahead of time so She'll ideally like i a, like to we'll try to have like a soft plan for like two weeks right mm-hmm. you hold it and like then, this yeah and then like we try to we try to firm for like the next week yeah. yeah yeah right 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 so like for me i don't look beyond the next work day uh-huh. like <laughs> when is the next work day and that's the only thing i'm gonna be like real strict on like mm-hmm. i said wednesday i could work yes mm-hmm. well, i feel I like i'm the same that that way didn't work out, but you said wednesday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i understand I... now that is probably going to be friday but it might be thursday but you said wednesday but then i'm like oh no, wait <laughs> yeah. babe we're passing this like we can't miss yeah. this we like, have to go there does it have signal though <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, no, yeah. I, I feel like that's been our dynamic too. Since you haven't had a job, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got like four wedding films to edit right now, and a few galleries to deliver. And I'm like, you know, I need some days where I gotta work. I just have to work. I gotta get shit done. Right. <laughs> it's like, when is that gonna happen? Well, I think next year is when that reality is really gonna hit us because next year is gonna be pretty crazy for us because like mm-hmm. everything that was this year is now next year plus yeah. next year is plus three years what away was next mind. year right. it <laughs> might as well be it might as well be yeah. so right. i think that is really gonna i think it's good now that we're having time to figure it out on a smaller scale yes as opposed to and, like, trying figure to figure out it out works. next year yeah. when yeah. Right. it's awesome that you kind of kind of get your toes in the yes. water yes for sure so lauren yeah. what would you say you've seen the most growth in Alan Dude, like what yeah. have you learned about Alan that's a good question around. yeah that's yeah. A- Ooh, turning it around how the turntables have turned <laughs> can you just stare at me sure you can just awkwardly stare at me that's fine how has Alan grown the most um I actually was gonna say earlier I was like gonna interrupt you because that's just who I am I interrupt um but like how impressed and proud I am of you because when I met you you were so type a so all Virgo, like perfectionist, like had to be a certain way, like even tossing around the idea of like moving out West, let alone tiny living, just like made my, my stomach turn because like, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to freak out. <laughs> so for you to embrace this lifestyle with me has been like super, it's just, it's just been crazy. It's blown my mind. But as far as growth, you've really learned to be in the moment when you know that it's happening. Like there's time for work and then there's time to relax and enjoy the moment and that's I think the biggest beautiful thing that I've seen with you is that you actually are recognizing like when it's time to like shut things down yeah and like be in the moment for yeah. something because life is happening and if we don't stop to pause like we're it's what are we even doing right. here you know so no, that's a really good point and I think for me one of the things that has helped is that um, like I do ask for her help with it I'm like hey like I need a heads up when we're gonna transition zones. So like, if we're about to go from work mode to having fun Mm -hmm. or to scouting or to whatever we need to do, like give me a 30 minute heads up. Like that helps me a lot with transitioning so I can be in the moment. Cause I can't just go from like, typing and then like all of a sudden like let's go adventure like but zero, also, zero to a hundred yeah like i have to i have to transition she helps me a lot with that yeah, yeah. She's like 30 minutes like, okay but also right. we meditate 
like regularly, which we did not do three years ago before we hit the road. No. But what started we, that practice? We camped out in Joshua Tree for like a month uh, last November, and I had already really been into meditation and crystals and spiritualism and stuff yeah. like that, energy, and... I don't know what it was, but you so, started doing it with me, and then things started happening, and we were mm-hmm. manifesting. We've already, we've always been like big believers in like law of attraction and stuff like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things we had like this awesome vision board before we moved out to Colorado six years ago. So I think it was just like taking that what we've already practiced and like putting it like out here in the desert, like meditating, like under the freaking stars. Yeah, like, there's something what? about being in the desert and meditating. Dude, there's there is. Different. There is. Yes. Our first. So my, well, so you start doing that, first, which I think is really cool. <laughs> like my first meditation, or I guess it really wasn't a meditation, but just like really aligning with energy and just like feeling it and not trying to think or anything was like in Sedona on that uh, first elopement that we did. Oh, yeah. We took a trip for us, like, the day before, two days before, did a hike, and we went to a vortex, and we just sat there and burned some sage and sat for, like, an hour with our thoughts, and we just, like, felt this crazy connection and energy. And I would have been on... I'll be honest. Up to that day, I would have said bullshit. Yeah. I would have been like, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a thing. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. You just believe what you want to believe, but I felt it, and it was it was, I don't know, indescribable, I guess. And like, so what, after that, what was it you felt? Even though you just said it was indescribable, I still want you to. If describe I have to it. try to describe <laughs> it, I'm, I'm like fucking describe that. Oh like, no, yeah. I guess <laughs> no, but like going to, from going from not really even like being open to it, bit. yeah, yeah, to yeah. like knowing it all of a sudden. Um, it's just like a calmness and a stillness that provides comfort instead of discomfort for somebody like me. Like, normally, calmness and stillness means, like, we're not being productive, we're not doing anything, and, like, mm-hmm. it creates an anxiety versus, like, a calmness and a stillness. And then um, just a flood of thoughts that you can't let go. Um, they're just positive, like, chills. Um, but overall, just, like, a feeling of, like, bliss and, like, energy and, like, motivation when you're uh-huh. done. And you're like, I wasn't even thinking of shit. Like, it just came to me. Like, I wasn't trying. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think I'm getting chills now. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, I think that was the first time for me. And we didn't even have crystals for that. But um, you were at, where were you we at? Were the Bell Rock? Uh, was, Bell yeah, Rock Cathedral Vortex. Rock. Yeah, Cathedral we were at Rock. Cathedral Rock. Yeah. So, we were pretty far off the main trail at that point. Um, we found this really twisted juniper. Like, it was, like, abnormally Ooh, yeah. twisted. Yeah. We weren't on the cliff where everybody else was at. We were around the corner. I don't know. It just felt like there was energy there. Yeah. Yeah, we just walked around until we felt something. You're like, making me want to go to Sedona. Yeah, well, I think the one yeah. time I went to Sedona, yeah, you're just like, wow, this feels... This the whole a, area it's like has ste- a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how sure. I feel about Moab, honestly. Like, especially certain areas you go to. It's just like, wow, there's something... Something was here. But or would, something is here. Yeah. We would feel that in Joshua Canyon, Tree. Red Rock. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so when we were there for a few weeks, we'd gotten these new yoga mats, and we decided to use them. That was after is it these? Met is G. it this yoga mat I'm looking that at right one now? And the other one that's actually, gone. That our dog's on? That Kona's yeah. on? Yeah, Kona's <laughs> on. That. We lost he the other one. The He's doing mm-hmm. some meditating over there. Yeah. No, we lost in the other spirit. one. Sorry, G. Um, <laughs> it is one with nature somewhere. Sorry. You lost there it? You we don't know what happened. We left. I think we left it in Colorado on our way on one of our road trips. This okay. Year. What does it look like if we ever come across it? We'll looks make like sure sand. to grab it. Looks it, like oh. It, yeah, it looks like. This. <laughs> no wonder you lost yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's camouflage. 
camouflage. Yeah, it's camouflaged with the ground. It's sand and pink and like a hint of moon. It's gone. It is one with nature. It's one. Somebody probably was like, this is the best yoga mat I've ever seen. Somebody out there, I hope, is enjoying it. Lauren, how did meditation come into your life? Or like what? What do you remember a moment where you like connected with it and you were like, okay, this is a practice that like I feel very connected to in my heart? Yeah, the Sedona one definitely flags for me um, just because we had never been introduced to crystals or meditation or anything spiritual at that time. And we were just getting ready to capture our first elopement. So we felt all of this amazing energy like right before we were getting ready to capture our first elopement. And he flew from Ohio to meet me. I was already on the road, but it was just like this crazy timing. Um, but yeah, no, it was that moment where I just like tapped into my subconscious that I've never been able to tap into before. And it was just, you just feel everything. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's crazy. Like like the wind, you feel everything and nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that I normally You feel everything, but everything is like nothing. (laughs) It's just like all settled. You feel everything and then you just feel the peace with it. You feel everything inside, I guess is a good way to put it. Like I've never focused like inside, like you feel everything inside. I don't know. But yeah, that definitely was a memorable experience, but it really was crystals that were the catalyst for the meditation. We passed through Quartzsite, Arizona, which was one of our first stops in the wintertime. Yep. One of a, a great stop. They do you the recommend. RTR. We should go. Uh, yes. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, January, February, I think, is when they have the gem show. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I actually know someone who's gone down there RTR that. is huge yeah. that time. Yeah. We got there randomly one year at the time they were doing it. I didn't even know RTR was a thing. Mm-hmm. And we pulled in, and there was, like, freaking RVs We've and been cars there everywhere. Before and it was like a ghost town. But and either way, we went like... there to check out crystals because we're like, it's quartzite. They've got quartz and crystals. Well, I had no idea the world that I was going to get introduced to here. Mm-hmm. And it's literally streets are lined with gem shops, lined with all of these like raw minerals. You can literally break open your own geode that people have gone and like, like scouted for and like dug up the ground from themselves. And now it's in your hands and it's like a crystal that's like a billion years old. It's like, mm. it's so cool to me. I love it. Um, so crystals were the catalyst for meditation because then I started like learning about the healing powers of crystals and what all they do and the energy behind them, each of them and then also how they're powerful in meditation. And I'm like, oh, wait, I've meditated before. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So you're kind of, like combining yeah. these things? Like what? Um, so it was probably a couple years ago that I started meditating with my crystals. And I'm really big into crystals. I'm a huge collector now. Uh, but now it's like pairing my crystals with my meditation, with my daily mantras, with, you know, like my intentions and it's a whole thing now. So how do you pick which crystals to meditate with? Oh, what I know that I freaking need for the day, mm. you know, like yeah. I knew I was gonna be talking on this podcast today. So I'm like communication key, <laughs> like Mercury has just, or wait, the moon has been in Gemini, which is like the talkative communication yep. sign. And I'm like, I need, I need to chill. I need mm-hmm. to chill a little bit. So yes. I grabbed a, I grabbed a crystal for communication today when I meditated. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is just, like, yeah. figuring out where you feel deficient. So, like, um, we also do the Spirit Daughter workbooks, mm-hmm. which, if you have not seen those, they're really freaking sweet. I've seen them. Uh-huh. I do not own any, but I have seen a lot and of they, them. And they'll recommend crystals, um, but either way, like, you, you just go through the activities and you figure out, like, what you need to be focusing on for yourself over the next moon cycle and figure out, like... I don't know where you feel a disconnect and you create your your mantras around it your intentions around it and then you just find crystals that pair with that so i mean all the crystals will tell you like you know if it's intuition or like she said communication or manifestation or abundance or whatever it might be and you just 
pick the ones that you're you know you feel you need. Or that you want to amplify too. Or yeah, if you're already on a high, yeah, you don't have anything like holding you back. Like, you just yeah, amplify that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. To continue listening to this conversation, check out Campfire Chats with Lauren and Alan Part 2 in Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. Thank you.